Christmas Fellowship and those who've chosen to visit this evening. This is our traditional Christmas Eve service, and we are so glad that you have chosen to be here. This evening, we are going to sing some familiar Christmas carols, some familiar worship songs, and they're all centered around who our God is, our God incarnate, God Emmanuel. And Nick Rowland's going to be teaching us this evening, walking through the Christmas story In each movement, we're going to light one of the Advent candles that are represented here. Hope, peace, joy, and love. And the candle in the center, which is the Christ candle that represents God with us. And so this evening, I would like to begin with a simple prayer. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes with me as we talk to God, our Father. Father, we are here to worship you. We are here to open the eyes of our heart to hear the story fresh and anew. To be in awe of the narrative of Mary and Joseph making their way to Bethlehem and a babe born in a manger and the very heavens declaring the glory of God, peace on earth, on whom its favor rests. That he is wonderful counselor, mighty God, Prince of Peace. We praise you. So as we sing of the hope that we have in you, would you be glorified? We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you stand with us as we sing? Until the 
Walking in darkness have seen a great light. 
On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Those words were written to a people who are experiencing a kind of darkness most of us could never know. These people were about to see their nation completely destroyed. Their homes razed to the ground, their loved ones killed. They were about to experience starvation and poverty. And beyond all that, much more significantly than that, they had lost connection with their God. What kind of light could shine in that darkness? What kind of hope could be spoken to a people who are going to lose everything? Isaiah's words continue. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. A child? That's the great hope? That's the hope for a people who've lost everything? What kind of kid could this be? What kind of kid could ascend the throne of a broken nation and rebuild it? What kind of child could bring peace to a land devastated by war? What kind of child could be a prince for the nation of Israel and God himself from heaven? This little prophecy from Isaiah didn't spell it all out. It, it raised as many questions as it answered and it left plenty of mystery. But it was a spark. It was a start, a little ray of light to a people walking in darkness. And it started those people waiting for the coming of that child. For a people who had given up on hope, the promise of this child gave them hope once more. And so we light the Advent candle of hope.
600 years went by. If they thought the wait would be short, they were wrong. 600 years from this promise for a child to be born, of waiting and watching, they saw one kingdom go and another one come from the Babylonians to the Persians to the Greeks and now to the Romans. And honestly, things didn't look that different. But there were signs, there were whispers, and there was this kindling of hope in Israel as they were under the power of the mightiest empire the world had ever seen. They wondered, when would the child come? And then, in the fullness of time, things started moving. The sovereign hand of God put into motion a series of events that would lead to the night that we celebrate this evening. See, in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David. Because he belonged to the house and line of David, he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. You see, at this point, Israel needed something more than just a king. The one that he was a descendant of, David, had been a great conqueror. He had been a great warrior. He had taken out the other bad guys around them. But they needed more than just someone who could drive Rome out of town. They needed a deeper kind of peace than just the end of their current conflict. They needed the shalom that God had promised. Taking a world that was filled with chaos and pain and death and brokenness and healing that world. Making it right again. They needed a child that could take them back to before the mess started. To before sin entered the world. To a time when humans walked with God in a garden, at peace with themselves and with God, with all of creation. And is it any wonder that the child who would be like a second Adam would be born, not in a palace with all the pomp and circumstance of the kingdoms of the world, but would be born in the dirt, surrounded by the animals that God had made, in all the humility of that stable in Bethlehem, the Prince of Peace was born. 
and he would usher in a kingdom unlike anything the world had seen. And no kingdom of earth would stand against it. So we celebrate the peace that comes from the humble servant king. God. We're about to sing a familiar Christmas carol, Joy to the World. But before we do that, I want to teach you this simple chorus as we sing of his joy. It goes like this. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. And we won't be quiet. We shout out of your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place. And we won't be quiet. We shout out of your praise. All right, let's sing it with us. Here we go. One, two, three. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. And we won't be quiet. We shout out of your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place. And we won't be quiet. We shout out. Yeah. 
somebody walked in the room who didn't know you were there and flipped the light on? You remember the, the panic and then the anger that comes from that experience? Sometimes when you've been in darkness long enough, light doesn't seem like a gift. Sometimes it seems threatening and a danger. But once you're oriented to what's happening, something new and surprising can arrive. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. It's almost like that quiet little moment in the stable couldn't be contained any longer. I mean, humility is great and all, but come on. This is the birth of the King of heaven. Somebody needs to shout this out. Somebody needs to cry and scream from the rooftops. And so in this moment, God unleashed the heavenly choir on some unsuspecting shepherds in a field and they blew the roof off of it. Because the king of heaven had come to earth and this would change everything for everyone 
everywhere, forever. So the only appropriate response is to rejoice. So let's stand and rejoice together as we celebrate the joy that comes because the King is here. And hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Peace on earth and mercy mild God and sinners reconciled Joyful all ye nations rise Join the triumph of the skies With angelic hosts proclaim Christ is born in Bethlehem Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the new Sing hail the heaven born The heaven prince of peace, hail the son of righteousness, light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. Mild he lays his glory by, born that man no more may die, born to raise the sons of earth. Born to give them second birth Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Oh come all ye faithful Joyful and triumphant Oh come ye, oh come ye to bear wish we could do during the season and just slow down let's sing this one more time as we adore his name together oh come let us adore him oh come let us adore oh come let us adore him oh come From the darkness of despair to the light of hope. From the chaos of war to the reign of peace. From the gloom of sadness to the eruption of joy. One child's birth brought God to earth. And underlying it all was a powerful motivation. A motivation that would be expressed in a message. A word delivered in person. 
So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Have you ever cried out to God? Whether out loud or in the silence of a desperate prayer? Where are you? What are you doing? How could you let this happen? What's going on? This doesn't make sense. How does this work? What do you want from me? What should I do? How do I know? Millions and billions of questions thrown to the heavens in prayer. Have you ever wondered why God won't just answer your questions? In Bethlehem that night, God answered every question. He answered every cry of every heart. And he answered in the form of a person. To every question we throw up at God, wondering what is your response to what's going on in my life, God has said, my answer is this child. Where am I? I'm coming close to you. Do you love me? Do you care? The answer to every question we could ask of God is found in that child that was born who was God in the flesh. What do you think Mary was pondering in her heart as she saw all that go on? What questions did she have that she was waiting to see answered in the life of her son? And what questions do you have that can be answered in the message that comes through the person who is God in the flesh. If there's one word that sums up the answer that God gave the world in Jesus, the word is love. That is the message that Jesus came to give, is that God is love. And so, we celebrate the incarnation of the Son of God by celebrating the love of God come to earth. This moment, if you have your glow stick and you haven't cracked it yet, you can go and shake it up, give it a crack. And here in a moment, Nick will come back up and light the Christ candle. And at that moment, we will raise our glow sticks and the lights will come down and we'll sing the final verse of Silent Night. Let's continue to worship until that moment.
what will you be pondering this Christmas? In our family Advent Devos this week, we had to look up the definition of the word ponder. Meant to consider, to think on, as if trying to come to a conclusion or a decision. What will you be pondering on? What does this story that God took on flesh and was born mean for us? Luke desired to describe and tell the story. John had the focus of explaining the story to us. He wrote, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. That Jesus was God the son come from the father showing us the heart of God and why? Why did he come? John continues, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I want you to hear this. Jesus came because God loves you. He desires that you would have life through faith in him. He wants to return us to that place where the world is made right again and we walk with God. We celebrate because we're loved by God. And we can love him because he first loved us. That is what it means that Christ has come. That is what we celebrate. We celebrate the birth of our Savior. So now as we sing this last verse, raise the lights high as we sing of the love of God. Silent night, holy night, Son of God, love's pure light, radiant beams from thy all the good food, in the madness of ripping presents open, maybe just a few moments, I encourage you, just pause, even if everything around you is still swirling, and think, God really loves me. That's why I'm here. That's why we celebrate, because God loves us so much, he gave his son. Thank you so much for worshiping with us. As we leave to go out and celebrate, we'll sing once more.
of the great joy that we have. Merry Christmas, fellowship. Have a wonderful, wonderful Joy day. to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ. While fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains Repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy Repeat, repeat the sounding joy He rules the world with truth and grace And makes the nations prove The glories of His righteousness and wonders of his love, and wonders of his love, and wonders, wonders of his love. Merry Christmas, fellowship. Go in peace.